Greetings, my fellow free low sovereign thinkers. Thank you for tuning in to the LL3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from the beautiful realms of planet Earth. Today's date is Sunday, December 18th, 2022. This is episode 1583. Federal judge to block tyrannical gun law and Florida's 10th Amendment resolution measure. Before I proceed, you can follow me on multiple social media sites and podcast channels. Just type in Loki Luck number three. Loki Luck Roman numeral three, or which are three eyes, or the Loki Luck Roman numeral three podcast. In addition, if you want to hit me up, correspond, comments, recommendations, all that good stuff, always use the quorum. You can get me via email at Loki Luck number zero three at protemail.com. If you're going to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki Luck number three. Hope everyone's out there is um, enjoying the holidays, Hanukkah, Christmas shopping, and all that good stuff. Folks out there, please be safe. Times there's horrific events has occur. I'm not going to be doing much of a rant. However, I'm going to be um, talking about what i just seen right now at law enforcement today. And they need their, they need our help. America's favorite sheriff, Lom, loses son, infant grandchild in a wreck weeks, weekdays before Christmas. This is posted by Eddie M. Came out today. His editor's note on this. Sheriff Lamb is close personal friend of our team at Law Enforcement Today. He's a true patriot and dedicated sheriff and a Christian. And he sits on our board of advisors guiding our team on how to best serve the law enforcement community in America. We decided to use Fund the First, an organization run by a retired NYPD detective to help raise funds for the family. Fund the First is the only crowdfunding platform LET endorses because they ensure that 100% of the pledged donations go directly to the family, and they don't take a cut. Sheriff Lamb, our prayers are with you and your family. God bless each of you who is able to help donate or to share this fundraiser. Pinal County, Arizona. The tragedy struck the beating heart of the entire law enforcement over the weekend from the news of a fatal car accident involving America's sheriff. On Friday, December 16th, it was reported that the son of beloved Sheriff Lam, Lam, excuse me, was involved in a car crash in a late afternoon that was fatal just one week away from Christmas. The son Cooper Lam was traveling with his fiancée and their one-year-old daughter when they collided with the truck. Local residents told media that they heard a very loud crash and went out to see the source of the noise. According to a local resident who spoke with ABC 15 Arizona said, I thought it was for sure a bookcase that fell over. It was just so loud and almost the whole block came out to see it. That's how loud it was. That's when it was discovered that the family was involved in a serious vehicle accident. Medical emergency service personnel pronounced Cooper and his daughter dead at the scene. His fiancée was also seriously injured and she was rushed 
a local hospital where she remained in critical condition. The driver of the truck was unharmed and taken into custody under the suspicion of driving while impaired. Cooper is only 22 years old. This is a family tragedy. Cooper is only 22 years old and had a bright future ahead of him. With a young fiancé and a beautiful baby girl, the sky was the limit. For everything was cut short only days away from Christmas and in the heart of the holiday season. It's always a tragedy when anyone dies in a car accident, especially when a child more so, so a baby is involved. The holiday season is supposed to be a time of celebration of family gatherings and a pure appreciation for life itself. Not an absolute nightmare for a family, particularly for Sheriff Lamb. There's a tweet on that too. Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pinal County, Pinal County, excuse me, Sheriff Lamb became a prominent law enforcement figure over the government's COVID response. In the summer of 2020, Sheriff Lamb disregarded the governor's lockdown after pu pu publicly stating that the lockdown has gone on long enough. He doubled down with his beliefs even after catching COVID himself. In a statement he wrote today, he wrote, he said, Unfortunately, as a law enforcement official and elected leader, we do not have the luxury of staying home. This line of work is inherently dangerous. And that is a risk we take when we sign up for the job. Today, that risk is the COVID-19 virus. Sheriff Leonard continued to rise in popularity after publicly criticizing President Biden and his border policies. Arizona is a major thoroughway for illegal immigrants crossing into the United States. The sheriff stated that Biden was trying to undermine the rule of law. Sheriff Lamb responded to that statement and said, What better way to do it than to open the borders and allow these communities to be flooded with who knows who? He continued, This is crazy. It is not going to get any better if this administration doesn't do something about it. His open defiance and critical views of the governor and president won over thousands of people across America, which led to, to the nickname America Sheriff. Please donate to the family. Now Sheriff Lamb and his family has to deal with a tragedy that is every parent's worst nightmare, losing a child. Even worse, his granddaughter among the major loss and his future daughter-in-law is fighting for her life. A fundraising campaign was started by Kyle Reeves, the executive director of Law Enforcement Today, with the help and the support of the CEO of Fund the First, Robert Garland, to help support the family while they deal with the terrible loss. Fund the First is a crowdfunding platform dedicated to the heroic community, and all proceeds will go to, toward the Sheriff Lamb and his family. Let's all chip in and help our sheriff. He needs all the support you can get. To donate, click here. Regardless what you think, whether if you support him or not, like him or not, never wish anyone ill will. This is very horrific. 
regardless. Plus, two beautiful people and possible ones in critical condition. We all need to take the initiative on supporting individuals like them. Always love your neighbor too. And don't get me wrong, I just somehow I gotta be critical and be bombastic at times. But never wish anyone ill. I don't have to get mad as much like I did in my younger years. I just get a lot of disappointments. I may make fun of them at times. But it's not a direct attack. It's just on someone's actions. But for this here, I like to see everyone go out and donate the best they can, even a dollar. I may have to do that myself. Because this, this is, um, it's important. A lot of crazy things are happening right now, not just in the United States, but worldwide with this Club of Rome platform letting all, letting everyone in. And this occurs. Always stick to your principles, folks. And even comfort those that lost a loved one. We all go through these trials and tribulations. And it's a real disheartening thing. So, around this time, even thereafter, be neighborly as best you can. And that's how I got to say at the moment. So I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Alright, so I'm going to be narrating an article from the Epoch Times. And it's entitled, Federal Judge to Block Tyrannical California Gun Law Provision. Law will compel citizens suing to vindicate their rights to pay the government's legal fees if they lose. It's by Matthew Vandom. A federal judge says he will block a tyrannical provision in incoming California gun law because it would have the chilling effect of discouraging people from challenging the statute in court. Judge Roger Benitez said in the San Diego courtroom on December 16th that he would soon issue an injunction halting part of a state law scheduled to take effect on January 1st, according to the Associated Press. The offending provision would require those who fight the state gun laws to pay the government's legal fees should they lose in court and was heavily promoted by California Governor Newsom, a Democrat with presidential ambitions. The case filled in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of California is Miller v. Bonta, Court File 22-CV-1446. The lawsuit is one of many now pending the courts across the country. After the U.S. Supreme Court ruled this past June that individuals have a constitutional right to carry firearms in the public for self-defense. The so-called loser pays requirement would produce a chilling effect that would hinder states' residents from suing to vindicate their legal rights because they would fear having to pay potentially huge Lawyers tabs, Benitez said, agreeing with Second Amendment advocates. I can't think of anything more tyrannical, said Benitez, 
who was appointed by former President George W. Bush. Benitez previously ruled that California laws targeting gun ownership, his defense of the Second Amendment was has earned his nickname Saint Benitez among gun rights activists. In June 2021, the judge found that California's Assault Weapons Control Act of 1989, which prohibited so-called assault weapons such as a popular AR-15 rifle in the state, ran afoul of the Second Amendment. Weeks later, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit put his rulings on hold. And in March 2019, Benitez found that the state's ban on large-capacity magazines, including Proposition 63, was unconstitutional. In the case at hand, the judge said he would not prevent the rest of the statute from coming into force, leaving intact provisions that to prohibit the sale of certain so-called assault weapons and a ban on guns lacking serial numbers. This novel enforcement mechanism was inspired by a Texas law enacted last year that crowdsourced abortion enforcement, giving individuals the right to sue over alleged violations of the state's fetal heartbeat abortion law. The laws allowed, for example, for someone who helped a woman obtain an unlawful abortion by driving her to a clinic to be sued. Newsom argued the Texas abortion law is unconstitutional, but says if the U.S. Supreme Court upholds it, then his state will rightly rely on the same enforcement mechanism to target Second Amendment protections. The U.S. Supreme Court refused a request to block the Texas law and on December 10, 2021, issued a complex procedural ruling in Whole Woman's Health v. Jackson, remanding the case to a lower court. Then in June of this year, the high court overturned Roe v. Wade, the 1973 president that held abortion was a constitutional right, leading to a series of activities in state legislators and legal challenges to abortion to abortion laws in courts across the nation. In court, on December 16th, Benitez chided lawyers for the state of California who said the state does not intend to enforce the legal fees rule unless the Texas law survives legal scrutiny. We're not in kindergarten in a kindergarten sandbox. It's not about, Mom, he did this to me, so... I should be able to do this to him, Benitez reportedly said. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. That was good, okay? The Epoch Times reached out repeatedly to both sides for comment over the weekend. Bradley Benbrook and Stephen Dauvernay, attorneys for the California Gun Law Challengers and lawyers for the state, Elizabeth K. Watson and Thomas A. Willis, did not reply as of press time. The California Gun Rights Foundation, which is fighting the law, did not reply to a request for comment. But lawyer Joshua Dale, who represents the San Diego Area Gun Club that is involved in the lawsuit, told Benitez the law would not put undue pressure on would-be litigants. I'm terrified of this law, Dale said in the court, according to the AP. It would be absolutely devastating to pay the state's attorney's fees. I got kids. I got a mortgage. I could never pay 50000 or 100000 emptying 
without emptying my 401k account. It's so funny, that little pissy match rhetoric on what the state's trying to do. It's pathetic. And here's the funny thing about it, friends. These imbeciles that voted for this needs to be recalled. They already violate their oath of office under their own state constitution of California. And it's funny because I was decided to, I looked into this a little bit more. And when you really see this, they love breaching California's Declaration of Rights, Article 1, correct, to be exact. If we read Section 1 of this document, it says here, All people are by nature free and independent and have inalienable rights. Among these are enjoying and defending life and liberty, acquiring, possessing, and protecting property, and pursuing and obtaining safety, happiness, and privacy. Alright? Something to look at. Even if you go to 1.1, it's very similar as well on the um, right of privacy. And no, and nothing, in Section 7, nothing herein narrows the limits of the right of privacy or equal protection. So when you go head on down, I would say around Section 9, I believe it is. Yeah, section 9 is very cool here. Section 9 reads, A bill of attainer ex post facto law or law impairing the obligation of the contract may not be passed. So, in other words, you can't fast track and no de facto laws and contracts that conflict with the state constitution, right? Invalid contract, void without force. And it's interesting here, too, because they love to enslave people, right? Punish them. Punish them. And it's so funny, because right here, cruel and unusual punishment now be inflicted, or excessive fines be imposed. That's section 17. Alright, so it's more of a fee, they call it a fee, but it's an excessive fine, okay? So you can look at that as well. And even 18, I can call, I can, I can call this out. Treason against the state consists only in levying war against it, adhering to its enemies, or giving aid and comfort. The reason why I put levying war is like an antebellum to control the masses and overpower them. At their own free, at their own will. Yeah, I do. I do. I dare call this bill treasonous. A person may not be convicted of treason except on the evidence of two witnesses to the same overt act or by confession in open court. So, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to slaughter people or control or go to war with them, you take away their firearms, right? Yeah, treason. Alright, so I'm going to hit section 24, as it reads here, which is paragraph 2 to be exact. Like it says here, rights guaranteed by, on um, paragraph 1, excuse me, I should have said 3, my mistake. Rights guaranteed by this Constitution are not dependent on those guaranteed by the United States Constitution, which is fine. 
If you read the second paragraph, or third paragraph of this, this Declaration of Rights may not be construed to impair or deny others retained by the people. Was that equivalent to, you can say, the Ninth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution? What's so hard about that, right? We're going to hit one more here, be 26. The provisions of this Constitution are mandatory and prohibitory. Unless expressed by words, they are declared to be otherwise. Well, that's all I got to say, folks. Illegal documentation, void and without force. And who the hell cares what those douchebags in the Golden State have to say? I know the, um, the New California Project. Talk about secession, separate from the state. I know one of the counties is doing the same thing. Nullifying, which is good. I'll tell you one thing, my friends. You guys got a lot of power in California. I say do recall on their asses. Don't be afraid of these sleaze bags. Um, they, they tell you how to think, live, wipe your own rear end. I, I know one thing for sure. A lot of these quacks can't even run their own house. They're going to try to tell you how to live and how to defend your life and your families and your neighbors. whole thing is this. Can they prove to you the police are obligated to protect you as an individual in California? They won't answer it. That means no. <laughs> but props for Judge Benitez for calling it as he sees it. So, right there, on his face, it is over nothing more than a rhetorical deception. Invalid contract. Alright, I'll be right back, so stay tuned. Alright, so, I'm going to be narrating this last article, which is actually a thread I uh, made. On FreeFlorida.me. Check it out. It's very cool. Support. Donate. Uh, gentleman Chris Nelson created this. And hey. we I take the initiative on um, sharing stuff with him and everyone else on this particular website. To all everyone who lives in Florida, check it out. Attention fellow Floridians. Please examine, petition your elected public servants and distribute this in your networks. Thank you ahead of time. Resolution confirming the sovereignty of the people of the state of Florida. Whereas in the American system, sovereignty is defined as the ultimate authority and the people, not the government, are sovereign. And whereas the people of the state of Florida are not unified with the people of the other 49 states that comprise the United States of America on a principle of unlimited submission to their federal government and whereas all power not delegated by the people to government is retained and whereas the people of several states including the United States of America have created the federal government to be their agent for specified purposes only and Whereas the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States reads as follows. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited 
by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. And whereas the Tenth Amendment defines the total scope of federal power as being that which has been delegated by the people to the federal government in the Constitution of the United States, and also that which is necessary and proper to carry into execution those enumerated powers, with the rest being left to state governments or the people themselves. And, whereas powers too numerous to list for the intents of this resolution have been exercised past and present by federal administrations under the leadership of both Democrats and Republicans, which infringe on the sovereignty of the people of the state and may further violate the Constitution of the United States. And, whereas, when forces are assumed by the federal government, which have not been delegated to it by the people, a nullification of the act is the rightful remedy. That, without this remedy, the people of the state would be under the dominion, absolute and unlimited, of whoever might exercise this right of judgment for them. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Senate and the House of Representatives of the state of Florida, concurring that we hereby affirm the sovereignty of the people of the state of Florida under the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States over all powers not otherwise delegated to the federal government by the Constitution of the United States, and, be it further, resolved that this resolution shall serve as a notice and demand to the federal government to seize and desist any and all activities outside the scope of their constitutionally delegated powers, and it be further resolved that a committee of conference be appointed by this legislator and shall have as is as its charge to recommend and propose legislation which would have the effect of nullifying specific federal laws and regulations which are outside the scope of the powers delegated by the people to the federal government in the Constitution. And be it further resolved that a committee of correspondence be appointed which shall have as its charge to communicate the preceding resolutions to the legislators of the several states to assure them that this, this state continues in the same esteem of their friendship as currently exists, that it considers union for specified national purposes, and particularly those enumerated in the Constitution of the United States to be friendly to the peace, happiness, and prosperity of all the states, and be it further. Resolved that a certified copy of this resolution be transmitted to the President of the United States, the President of the United States Senate, 
the Speaker, and the Clerk of the United States House of Representatives, and to each member of the state's congressional delegation with the request that this resolution be officially entered in the congressional record as a memorial to the Congress of the United States of America. The time is now. And all of this federal overreach has been happening for a very long time. We can go to at least the 1830s, but even the beginning of this constitutional republic. This is just a great thing. Like I've um, thanked the Tenth Amendment Center for this template and how to figure out how to like reconstruct your suggestions and all that. So I used you know a couple other gadgets to give me a hand on this, but. I like to see this catch on. So what I've done, I have addressed this to all my state elected servants, from the governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, attorney general, house representative, and senate, and a few others in there as well. And let's just see what happens. I like to see everyone else get involved in this. You can copy and paste and send it to your elected servants in the state of Florida and give them a call the next day or two to make sure they get it. Email, phone call, you can probably use stale mail too or fax it in. And I think it would be the wise thing to do. Because you see now the federal government is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's very treacherous make excuses for everything we can start from at least from the beginning of the 21st century september 11th homeland security tsa boom 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 and of course fbi get a lot more stronger and like to toss that hang that carrot for all of us state and local municipalities be like peasants come on peasants here's this carrot stick you want this money Want this grant? Is what you got to do for us. It should be the other way around. And it's a good thing about it because I did a show on this a couple years ago. Last year, if I'm correct? Yeah, last year. On the anti-commandeering doctrine, an introduction. And it's the Tenth Amendment Center that um, put this out. Mike Meharry is very good. And I recommend everyone to uh, get involved with them. I believe membership is $2 a month. They have a lifetime membership and all that. He talks about federal overreach, especially the classic with uh, Federalist, Federalist Papers 46. He gives you a whole rundown what um what anti-commandeering doctrine is, and he gives you cases pertaining to that, including Prig versus uh, Pennsylvania in 1842, New York versus the United States in 1992, and of course Prince versus the United States in 1997. Just to give you a few, it's all it's all in here. So I'm definitely going to um. Post this with my with my other add this to my footnotes so everyone else can see this and it's um it's good to know my friends because who created the federal government the states thirteen states so the states created it not the other way around and the fact is this is no such thing as 
these centralized states. It's called these United States of America, not these centralized states, right? There's no such thing as one size fits all. And you can say it's more of a federalist perspective, separation of powers, checks and balances. And they say, oh, I can't have that now because our federal government's too big. Though, give me a break. One thing I know for sure, things are happening on a Tenth Amendment um, cause. Notification is the rightful remedy, Thomas Jefferson said. And you can even look at the Virginia and Kentucky resolutions of 1798-99. Very good stuff. Well, I recommend everyone to see what you can do. If you want to copy and paste and rewrite it for your own state, that would be perfect. Because many states are doing this. I know Wyoming has the Sovereignty, uh, the Sovereignty Act, State Act. Keeps everything in line. Because here's the thing, my friends. Why should Washington, D.C. dictate to all the, all the other states? Because remember, we all have different customs, cultures, lifestyles. There's no such thing as one-size-fit-all. I don't care how people near why New York City, how they do it in New York City. Don't bring it over. Don't bring it to a small town like in Amsterdam. Okay, Amsterdam, New York, or Miami, dictate to people in Liberty County. That's absurd. It's ludicrous. Just to give you a couple examples. That's why. So I always recommend, folks, execute, agitate, educate, organize. Let the folks know. You're the boss, not them. Yeah, it's not going to be a magic lamp. Thing, stuff is not going to happen overnight. But every, but the truth of the matter is, it's called baby steps. When you get that movement going, get that impact, you will make, you will get great results. And you, and you got all your folks here, got natural rights. I encourage everyone to learn them. The more you learn it, the more you exercise it, the less you fear. Without us, they are nothing. And that will be it. Well, thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share throughout your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, and send us interested in check out whatever you do, please send your correspondence to the quorum. Furthermore, leave the footnotes of this episode on my page. If you want to contact me, go via email, luckyluck03 at protomail.com. If you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash look look number three. If you want to support law enforcement today, definitely do your, if you can do donate to Sheriff Lamb. That would be beautiful. If you support the Epoch Times or freeflorida.me, go for it. That would be great. Tell them local of the third century, all right? Once again, thank you for your time. Plus, always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul. And can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love. And may your guardian spirits be with you.